0: Chapter 19 Now stepping out of the car, Paula asked, Is it okay to ask what name you go by? Paul, he answered, smiling at her. A sharp pain passed through her heart. Are you all right, ma'am? asked Paul. Just need a couple. Uh, Paula tried to put a smile on her face. Where are we anyway? she asked. Is it okay to ask? "'Yes, it's fine. We have hours to go yet. "'You have chosen one of the best examples of an old English town. "'It's Castle Combe in Wiltshire,' he said. "'I'm none the wiser. "'I just thought it was beautiful when I passed through it the last time,' answered Paula. "'Up or down the hill?' he asked. "'Up. It's not that steep.' "'Do you know the village well?' asked Paula. "'I can't bring myself to say his name.' "'Why is everything so hard, God?' thought Paula. "'No, I don't. I've driven through it at least a hundred times. "'You are the first passenger to ask to stop. "'I cannot stop unless the passenger requests it.' "'That's good to know,' said Paula, "'though I don't think I'll be driven around for much longer.' "'As they walked up the hill and turned a corner, "'there was a row of very pretty stone cottages.' One sporting a sign, tea room and bakery. I am so happy to see that," sighed Paula. They went straight in and sat down. A silver service waitress, dressed in black and white, came to their table. "We do a lovely afternoon tea, or you can take a look at the menu," she said. "Afternoon tea sounds delightful," said Paula. "Sir." the waitress asked. Sounds good to me too. This is so good. I have been dreaming of doing this for so long. It's been rough on all of us. I too will enjoy this very much, said Paul. They smiled at each other, happy, to sit in a comfortable silence, till the three-tier plate stand arrived with a large silver teapot "'This is heaven,' thought Paula, when they had cleared everything. "'You still up for a bit of a walk?' asked Paul. "'Absolutely,' smiled Paula. "'What am I feeling?' "Hm." "'It's contentment,' thought Paula. "'As they walked around, it was like stepping back in time. "'They stood halfway across an old stone bridge,' and just watched the fast-flowing water. There must have been lots of rain this week, observed Paula. They walked on and went into an old church, St Andrews. We'd better head back to the car. Sorry to spoil your fun, said Paul. Thank you, that made my day, said Paula. At last, the gate's and long driveway. It is nice to see it again. I loved the training and I am very grateful I learned so much heading up the steps and my life is about to change again thought Paula Nothing had changed except this time Paula was greeted in French and replied with confidence Welcome we are delighted you made it back many were not so fortunate You have the same room Your new uniform is on the bed. For a moment, you are back in the army. In a couple of days, you will be heading to London. Thank you, replied Paula, heading up the stairs as Paul followed, carrying her suitcase. I could get used to this, thought Paula. The room was as she had left it. She looked out of the window before looking at the bed. She was shocked with what she saw. An officer's dress uniform in all its glory. With a note. You have earned this. Dinner is in an hour. I feel sad. Yes, I did earn this. Better get a move on. I need to jump into the shower. And she told herself and... Standing under the shower, she felt so good. This is something I will miss when I go home. At the dinner that evening, Paul was treated as the guest of honour. The food was wonderful, all grown within the grounds of the house. When will I get demobbed? I can't wait to get home. Even though there's little creature comforts there, the toilet is still across the backyard, she laughed. Everyone paused and just looked at her. Still, these are things I can start to put right when I get back. This war has changed our lives forever, said a girl, introducing herself as Audrey. We mustn't let them tie our apron strings again. We have proven we can work as hard as any man. Even the men at the table joined in. In, hear, hear. One of the men had lost an arm. He is eating as if he has two. Thought Paula, watching him switch between fork and knife with ease. We humans are wonderful. When you have seen all I have, you have to, you have to appreciate them even more. Thought Paula. One of the men added. The women I have come across doing war work were a lot more practical than us men, I have to admit it, he said. Well said and thank you, said Paula. The next morning Paula was called into the main office. Have some hot chocolate, said a familiar voice. The memory of their first meeting when she had wolfed down all the biscuits flashed across her mind. I hope I'm not going red in the face, thought Paula. Before you head back to London, we have one more favour to ask of you, Kay. God, he must want something very badly. He has just used my real name. My heart is pounding so hard. I hope he can't hear it, hear it thought Paula, forgetting to breathe. We need you back in France as soon as you can. I know you were looking forward to heading home soon, but the war effort still needs you. My heart has just dropped into my feet. I can't believe this. Did he have to drag me all the way back here to tell me that? Thought Paula. Paula said nothing, just stood there looking at him in disbelief. I know better than to question an order, thought Paula, sitting down on a chair as he has indicated to it. I can only imagine how disappointed you are. But we just received the information this morning. I will brief you now. You must be back in Coon in two days. Paula still said nothing. Nothing she could say would change this. She started to drink her hot chocolate. It seems you are the person most trusted by the underground and, of course, ourselves. We must gather as much information on the German army while it is still fresh in the people's minds. We need names and witnesses for trial purposes. You will have an office in the town hall. I believe you know the new mayor. Paula nodded. You will have to travel to other regions, to the underground will underground movement will organise this. We need good, clear records. You will code them and send them each night. At least I'll be able to send Susan some messages. Perhaps the phones are back, back working. Would you like to head back to London today? No, I'd like to head to the airport from here tomorrow morning, as you please. No, it's, a, it's not as I please, she thought. She headed upstairs and got out of her uniform to become a French young lady again. At least she knew she would be welcome home with open arms. That was something to look forward to, however long it would last. It was a different driver. She took care not to ask his name. As Paula watched the countryside whirl past, this time, she had no desire to stop. I'm glad I wrote the four letters home last night, I know my mail will still be censored. At least it will be emotional in them to let them know I miss them so. As she headed up the steps of the plane, now I will enjoy this. I hope I get a window seat. I'm enjoying this black coffee, she murmured as she bit into a biscuit. More steps, more change, she thought. I will enjoy being back in Coon. She laughed at the thought of her training and how easy it would be this time around. The sky above the clouds was golden most of the way. It lifted her spirits as she got to terms with Kay taking a back seat once more. I'm very comfortable as Paula, she thought. I'm not sure where Kay fits in anymore, if I'm honest. It was a frightening thought, something I will have to deal with at another time. As she came through the arrival gates, she saw the taxi driver that had brought her to the airport waving at her. She smiled and headed over to join him. Your car is waiting for you. Thank you, smiled Paul. reached over and took her bag. As they drove through Paris, she could see a real sense of recovery. I love these people. Even at their hardest time, they showed a strength and style. Pulling up at the train station, Paula went to pay him. That has been taken care of. How is it to fly? He smiled. Just wonderful, replied Paula. Maybe someday I will have somewhere to go, he laughed. As she turned now, standing, looking at the train station, she thought, more steps to climb. Paula is standing in her office. No, that's not the right word. Philip has handed over the most comfortable room in the town hall. He is so thoughtful, Paula says out loud. Wanting all these poor souls to have the most comfortable time while they come to tell their stories, Paula looks down at the long list of names on the piece of paper she has received from Nuremberg. She had stayed up late decoding it to be ready to start this daunting job she has taken on. Bornman, Hess, Dreyf Frank Frink Fritz Frank, Colton. It went on and on. She knew little about any of them at the moment, except to be on this list meant they had paid a, played a big part in bringing a lot of suffering to a lot of people. Dear God, will there be enough survivors to point the finger? She said out loud. Her great-grandmother had been Jewish, Rachel Weiss. Grandma, I will need all your support, now more than ever. She sighed out loud. Just then there was a knock on the door, and Philip put his head around the door. I have to fly. Have you everything you need? Yes, just taking in the enormity of this job. There is always coffee on the brew in the kitchen. Get acquainted with the staff. You will be working closely with them. She watched as he ran down the stone steps getting into a car. Taking his advice, she headed down to the kitchen, introducing herself, telling them the role she was about to play within this important team. Asking for their dev- advice, listening very carefully to what they had to say. This is the first day of a time I will never forget. I can just feel it. Paula stood looking down into her coffee cup, deep in thought. Catherine Perrier You are so welcome, Catherine. Come, we will sit by the fire. I'm Paula. I feel bad not being myself, but I will give the best of myself, thought Paula. Catherine is a very frail-looking young girl with big, beautiful eyes that belie what she has been through, instead showing a strong spirit. What must I say? Catherine asks. There's no hurry. Today we can just start wherever you like. Where were you during the war? Catherine asked. I have to answer truthfully as much as I can, thought Paula. I moved about as a member of the resistance. I trained in England as a soldier, and from there I went to Ireland to get a boat to France. I spent some time in Paris before ending up working here, as a decoder in a safe house. Catherine simply says, thank you. Would you like another coffee? asked Paula. No, thank you. My digestion is still very weak. A water to sip would be wonderful, smiled Catherine. Paula walked over to the small table with some glasses and a jug of water on it, Lifting off the handmade beaded cloth that covered the jug, Paula poured a glass of water for both of them, saying, You are free to come and go any time, so don't feel under any pressure. I love your dress, Catherine replied. I will have to take this very slowly. She needs to build some trust in me. I can't blame her, thought Paula. I made it myself. Before the war, myself and my friend Patty used to try and copy all the dresses from the films and the magazines. Catherine's eyes filled with tears. I haven't found anyone yet. I have no friends. Oh dear God, this is going to be very hard. I must keep a distance. I would dearly love to give her a big hug. The girls in the kitchen have been dealing with this a lot longer. And the more important thing, most important thing they warned me about was to keep my guard up if I am to survive this job. They had all made that mistake and each in turn had regretted it their hearts breaking with each new account of true nightmares. How could this have happened? You have to learn to listen with a true heart. Remember, we can't change what has been. I'm here to gather information only, do my best, play my little part. In helping to bring what justice the world can bring. Looking into Catherine's eyes. I know I can do this for their sakes as well as mine. Here is some information. And your library card. It's just down the road. There are books in Polish there. Although your French is very good. It might help you pass some time. "'Here are some francs. "'Your food and lodgings are paid for each week. "'You are free to also look for some work when you feel up to it.' "'What did you do before the war?' "'I was still at school,' said Catherine. "'Oh, dear God, she's only a child,' thought Paula. "'My Aunt Hannah had a bakery. "'I worked there on Sundays.' ''Since I was twelve, smiled Catherine. ''Ah, something I can do for her at last,'' thought Paula. ''There is a lady I know needs help in her bakery. Here, take this note with you. She is just up the road. Remember, if you can remember any names. I have some photos, but not today, when you were more settled. Come to me again,'' smiled Paula.